0: Good afternoon and welcome to NFTs Live. I'm your host, Tyler D, and it is Friday, February 25th. Before we begin today, I do want to acknowledge that overall it's been a somber and saddening week as Russia invaded Ukraine late Wednesday evening and a full-out ground war has begun. It's certainly been difficult to talk NFTs and JPEGs because, of course, there are more important things going on in the world right now and millions of people's lives have been disrupted. But with that said, people across the world are still showing up to work today, and NFTs are important for a lot of people's livelihoods at this current time. So the show goes on. On a lighter note, after a pretty big scare in the markets yesterday, NFTs are back, and we're seeing some green on the board. I've got Brett Ritchie on with me today to break it all down. Brett, how are you doing?
1: Doing good, Tyler. Thank you for having me. Uh, Let's get to it.
0: Let's do it. So quick preview of what we got on the docket today. We're going to start with the overall macro bear and then rebound and then cover some bear market tips. We're going to hit Invisible Friends, then the Punks debacle at Sotheby's. We're going to talk the latest Ape Token rumors. Then we'll get into our rotating segments. We'll take a look at the market movers from the week. In one of ones, we're going to talk ACK and Grant Yoon. Then we'll hit the floors for PFPs and art blocks. and Then we'll end the show with a few upcoming drops. Sound good? Let's do it. Let's get into it. So I'm going to start with the overall macro picture of the market. So I'm showing a tweet from NFTs Live that we tweeted out yesterday morning. I want to pull up what the 24-hour board looked like yesterday. Um, so as we woke up <clears throat> essentially to the, the Russia news, the entire NFT market kind of grinded to a halt. And we saw a lot of kind of quick dumping and folks trying to, you know, exiting projects. So it's pretty much read across the board, 10 to 20% drops nearly universally for all the projects. But then as the day went on, uh, we had the Biden address in the early afternoon seemed to uh, spark the equity markets and the crypto markets as well. And then the NFTs seemed to follow behind there late into the evening and the overnight hours. Then when we woke up, we woke up to absolutely a a sea of green on the board. Uh, So pretty much universally across all the projects, we saw a a 10% to 30% bounce back here today. Um, I guess I've got a a decent amount to unpack here and, and there's a lot that's going into this, I guess, First question, Brett, were you surprised by the drop yesterday? And then were you surprised with how quickly it's rebound?
1: Not really on either. I mean, war is like, um, I guess, a sobering kind of event. And so it makes sense that like, one, the markets are kind of scared, but then it's like, people are like, okay, I'm like seeing these tanks going in. Maybe I don't need to buy this cartoon JPEG right now. It's like, they're very disparate kind of behaviors so it kind of it makes sense to me that like uh you know the nfts aren't just going to go crazy during that kind of event but you see the markets rebound it's sort of like the world keeps spinning to some extent we're a very desensitized um population just humans i feel especially with technology and everything and um you know people are just going to go back to trading nfts in especially as the markets rebound um like the traditional stock market's good for nfts i know like if if coins really start running, that's not great for NFTs. Like flat is sort of the best scenario um, for NFTs. And I think there's still like a lot of uncertainty in in the near term as to which direction these prices of coins or NFTs or or whatever is gonna go. Um, So I think it's like, it's a good reminder to keep some um, cash aside because, or some wealth ideally, because like on days like yesterday, where there's like a lot of fear and there's not a lot of um buyers out there you can you can get through west bids on something and you can basically get like a rare in a collection you've been eyeing for a deal where other days like when things are running you're not going to have that shot so um it's good to keep dry powder for days like that
0: yeah i think that's a great tip and i want to you know, amplify the note when, when the markets were bleeding yesterday, we also had some of the, the top influencers just, you know, kind of screaming bear market at the top of their lungs, you know, talking the worst case scenario of, you know, NFT liquidity going to zero right away. And of course that that's not what happened, but I think my takeaway from yesterday was just a, a recheck on overall portfolio management and strategy and are we ready for you know a, a three to six month bear market that that comes you know really quickly up upon us? And I think the answer is probably not, right for the most part. So I wanted to spend a couple minutes maybe just talking bear market strategies. You mentioned one, you know, having some dry powder ready. That's always a good one. Um, yep. I think one up top of my list in general is just having your high conviction plays and then your lower conviction short-term plays with, with the right like percent allocations in your portfolio. It, it's, I think it's always fine, you know, to chase the, the hot projects, the, the shorter term plays, if you understand that that's what you're doing. But I, I know I took a look at my portfolio yesterday as things were red and, and immediately started looking at, okay, well, I probably over allocated here I need to trim this back down a bit. Um, Cause overall, you know, we we kind of make fun of punks and some of the other blue chips on the show, but you know, in, a, in an ultimate bear market, i would probably be more confident holding a crypto punk than just about any other NFT. But I'm curious for your take and if you had any you know reactions to you know, your portfolio yeah. management.
1: Yeah, I, I think it makes sense. Like that's how I like to trade is like the short term, mid term, long term kind of buckets. Um, for me, like some of my bear market stru- strategy, uh, I really like buying like a lot of pieces of like older, really cheap sets and and then just like hoping that they can catch some heat and go on a run at some point bear market i don't think it's necessarily bad for them right if they're already at 0.05 or whatever um they're not getting heat in this market and then it's kind of like people aren't getting that punished right you know you don't have as many like like salty or angry people and then those are the sort of things that 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 um that could run coming out of it uh in, in terms of punks yeah i think they're very safe um in the long term, I think it doesn't really interest me. It would just be like too high a percent of like my active trading um, that I don't really have an interest in like um, allocating to a punk. I think if you're like sure. um, if you're like a wealthy guy that like just wants exposure to crypto and doesn't want to be active, I think a punk is a great way. I think like, you know, once you reach a certain level of, of um, like crypto wealth, it makes sense to get a punk if you like it. Uh, I would take punk over board ape, for example, because the the owners are just much wealthier on average. i'm I'm speculating, but like a lot of people ran it up huge on apes, whereas punks typically were wealthy from other crypto endeavors to you know there's not a lot of people where the punk is like ninety percent of their net worth, whereas like in Apes, there's like a few of the stories like that. So yeah
0: yeah I think that's spot on. I think we saw some of that yesterday. and actually, I'm going to quickly show yeah. a thread from OSF NFT. You know, he is a tr- comes from a traditional trading background. Now him alongside Mando are doing a lot in the NFT space. He posted a a nice thread on handling bear market scenarios. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. I thought it was interesting because he has a personal story where his p and l went from being up ten million to down five million in one single day. So I and mean, that's some some real life swing experience there. Um, And he has some tips, you know, go outdoors, go for a walk, take a pen and paper to write down your exposure. Um, You know, I I think the, one of the biggest ones is you kind of alluded to it with the board apes, but if, if you need the funds to pay for your bills or any of your primary needs, then absolutely you should be taking some off the table because we never know when or how quickly a bear market could come upon us. So I think that's, that's step number one. And then he kind of goes on, say, "If now we're talking with folks who have the money that they're afraid to lose. His point is essentially rotating into your higher conviction positions. So I thought it was a good thread. We'll link it in the show notes uh, as well. One thing we we got to come back to that's tied into all of this is the great delisting that's actively happening right now. It started happening this morning.
1: So, so that guy, by the way, has an alpha group where Tyler and I both have uh, the D and Regens. Get you into that Discord. Um, you just need one of them. So it's they're they're cheaper than a lot of the other alpha groups out there for people of that stature. So just FYI.
0: <laughs> and 19 percent of supply got delisted. Yeah. Today. So on that note, we knew the open sea migration was happening today. I want. I thought it was 2 p.m. Eastern. Um, but I don't know if it started I think early it was or... just an
1: estimate. I think it started and it rolls out through, they said it was going to be a few hours or something total.
0: So we, we've already seen the impact. So I'm, I'm taking a look at the the top dashboard on the flips finance and the purple is the decreased listings. And I'll... universally, 100% of the projects have seen delistings. You know and what I
1: really want to see? And I'm, I'll probably dig into that this afternoon is the delistings um, followed by the, the relistings, right? Like, so which projects are people just rushing, like, I got to get out of this and and slam a bunch of listings up, which projects are, are like, maybe people are, I'm just going to diamond hand this now, you know? So I think that's a pretty interesting metric on some of these older sets. You might be able to find like, oh, like a lot of these people might be more diamond handed now, um, which is, which is better for the collection. You don't want all these people rushing the list. So I'm curious to see how that's going to look.
0: It's going to be a really interesting weekend. I think this is a more important event than a lot of folks have given yeah. some, some credence to. So certainly like the older collections, ones that are at lower price points, I can certainly see 20% of listings coming off the board and then not coming back on. So now you've got massive supply shock. I can tell you right now, like I'm going away for the weekend. I'm absolutely not going to come back on and, and list 300 NFTs this weekend. So like, it's going to be days for me that NFTs that I previously had listed are are going to be out of the supply, essentially. Um, And I I'm pretty confident I'm not the only one. So I think we'll certainly see some of that in the lower traction sets, you know, in your, in your top highest liquidity sets, like BAYC, Azuki's, it might be a a smaller event. I guess the other piece of this is treasure users and lattice users are having difficulty with the upgrade even listing their NFTs from what from what I understand.
1: And yeah, I don't, Treasure I don't think works with OpenC now. It doesn't work with Looks Rare. It works on X2Y2. Um, as far as I know.
0: So that's Not another rare. significant chunk of potential supply out there. I mean that those are non-trivial. Yeah, that's a quality, a lot so.
1: of people have that.
0: So I don't know. We'll be watching. It's gonna be hard to see, hard to predict exactly what's gonna happen here, but it's gonna make for an interesting weekend for sure. All right, we're 10 minutes in. Let's move on. I want to quickly get your thoughts on Invisible Friends. And this was likely the singular most hyped NFT drop that we've had so far, at least in the two years or a year and a half since I've kind of yeah, been. Legitimate hype, picture. for
1: sure. Like Mecca it was obviously just very fake. Um, yeah, I, like, I think it's cool. Marcus, the Invisible Friends uh, creator, has a 20 whatever year track record in the animation industry. DK, who we've covered on this show, who is a um, you know, what he's what he sold his one of one last one for like 200 ETH or something really high. He's like, Marcus is an inspiration to me, like, he was showing a ton of love. Um, they look cool, there's only five thousand instead of ten thousand, and the price the sort of reflects that right you don't see nine pre-reveal very often hape and mechaverse are the only two that got up there that i can remember and they were both junk basically i don't think this is junk though i think i think this this is probably going to do pretty well so the one of one went for like 500 eth or something
0: yeah so that was certainly a smart decision to to have that auction right before the drop because it created max hype right out of the gate we saw Sale prints 12 ETH, 13 ETH, 15 ETH, I think was the highest I saw um, for just like a standard floor. We saw some lower serials trading a little bit above that, which kind of makes sense. Um, My my question to you is you know, we had a a huge macro event take place yesterday. The floor is holding at nine ETH with 11,000 ETH traded. Is this a win for holders? Should they feel good or should they feel? know word that's dropped from kind of 11th where it was holding on midday.
1: No, I'd feel good. I mean a the price was 0.25, right? Um for the people that got in and people got in various ways. Like one of my friends he he won a, a um like a fan art contest, right? So it's mm-hmm. like really good for him. He's super happy um that that his like you know he put he put a lot of work in his piece was cool and he won it and so 0.25 so, if he's in for 0.25, is he really? Oh, it's only nine instead of 11. You're not going to care. Um, it's only maybe the people that bought in at 12 or 13, but then that's your fault too for aping in. Like, you know, I don't see how you could be unhappy with a nine pre reveal. Like, if you are, I would say you're being greedy.
0: Yeah, I would agree. I, I actually don't know when the reveal is. I imagine my prediction is it probably chops here, it might uh, spike a, a little bit in the hours right before the reveal i think certainly there's a holder base that's likely holding for the shot at a rare and we'll see some increased sell pressure but i mean is this one going to follow the same price arc that hape and mecca did where they are they go down to two within a matter of weeks no i don't think
1: so i might go to five or six or something and that's like in barring like other macro kind of events but um yeah, I, I would be surprised. I think the reveal is going to go much better. I think Hape and Mecha were both in incredibly disappointing reveals compared to like the marketing campaign that was put into place. I don't think this is going to... I think this will break that trend. Um, I don't know how crazy it's going to get, especially because, uh, you know, you can't have an animated PFP in a lot of places yet. They do have like a PFP generator for your piece here. So you can get like a, a high res photo but still not the same as like flexing your walking invisible friend on twitter right i i do think that makes a difference for the animated sets and like you might see 20 eth if they somehow launch that this weekend which they're not going to um but yeah i think these will hold up fine uh the rares it's a tough gamble i think there's only five one of ones out of five thousand, so like yeah i don't know if I, I'm. I'd be worried about taking that gamble. It's probably worth a ton if you hit, but if not, you know, most of the time you're probably going to lose some money.
0: Yeah, I agree with everything you said. So I, I think we covered it. Certainly, we'll be watching for reveal, and we'll be covering that on the show too. Next story, I want to talk the punks' massive disappointment at Sotheby's. I, I don't really know yeah. the what, what to to call it. So that the, the auction was pun. live, people were in. Like this was an in-person live auction. There were people in the room. We were we were both on the stream waiting for this to, to start. It was delayed, and then they came. The announcer came on and said, "the the seller has withdrawn the lot," and they they closed the thing down. So I want to pull back because this whole story is important to expose you know this this actor and how egregious his actions have been. So on February eighth, he makes this big thread how he's excited to announce my partnership to elevate punks through Sotheby's. Um, Also this guy like six months before this said he was never going to sell. Now he's, you know, famously trying to sell at Sotheby's. And then he reverses decision again, makes these egregious tweets, comes out right afterwards and says, "Never mind," decide the hotel. Then makes two very poor attempts at memes here. Um, One, regarding the Yale endowment and then this one taking punks mainstream by selling on Sotheby's taking punks mainstream by rugging Sotheby's. So I don't know. This guy is maybe one of the single biggest risks to punks right now in the short term. What's your take on all this?
1: Yeah, this guy's a clown. I mean, first off, he said, what, uh, I'm selling all my punks in one lot to spread awareness to the crypto punks community, uh, to the greater world. It doesn't make sense. You're dumping your whole bag. Why would you care? about the CryptoPunks awareness, right? You're just trying to get out. No big deal. Don't make up a ton of stuff like people are morons. The average person that's interested in buying a CryptoPunk is pretty far from a moron. Nobody's falling for that. I, I, honestly, it seems like a teenager, which like it's unlikely that a teenager was able to buy 104 punks, but like his, the, the rugging it and then making like i rug Sotheby's memes. Like I, I don't like this guy. I think he's a clown.
0: Yeah, and like what's, just quickly, it doesn't make sense to sell 104 CryptoPunks in, in one block. If it's someone has havoc. those- lo- With a
1: 10% <laughs> buyer premium for the auction house.
0: Of course. So any savvy buyer that has that level of funds can go and pick out the ones they want off the floor with zero fees on Larva Labs' site. So it, it never really made sense. You know, I, I think Beach is also implicated in this a bit for, for kind of allowing this to go on, knowing that this was likely the outcome. I don't know. We'll see. I'm very curious what happens with these 104 now. Clearly, this this owner doesn't want them, so he's going to have to figure out yeah. the sell path, and no one's going to want to buy from him either. So, we'll see. On the in the blue chip category, though, I just saw this tweet this morning. We have to talk about it. So Andrew Kang, you know, has a huge following in the NFT space. Ninety thousand. He tweeted uh, yesterday evening, Ape Air, Airdrop projections, and they are. Uh, It's a spicy take. So he did a few projections at 30% to be AYC and AYC holders and then 50%. um, And he breaks it down for each, along with a few different uh, fully diluted. Don't the dogs get tokens too? Yeah. So putting those aside, I think he's assuming that that's going to be a much smaller percent. Um, And he's also assuming a two to one ratio. These are some headline catching numbers. So he's saying on the low end, 60,000 airdrop. 4 to one
1: ratio from Ape to Mutant.
0: Okay. Um,
1: Just looking at this sheet.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, two one, I was like 2-to-1, that can't be right. Maybe token allocation versus token price, but, but regardless, um, some huge numbers. So I think the anticipation for this Token drop couldn't really be much higher. Of course, no one has any idea what it's actually going to be, and I can also can't imagine it's going to be this large of a chunk right out of the gate. There's going to have to be some, you know, <laughs> tokens coming out over time. I think what also crossed my mind here is that it, there's almost no, there almost has to be a time held component of this because yeah. someone who just buys a mutant the day before the drop and then sells it the next day right they, they, there's no way they can get this big of a, a reward right Am i think the floor like is the gonna right crash way?
1: like 80 percent if they give out i'm not even joking i i wouldn't be surprised at that if they maybe not that high but 60 if they gave the whole token at once i don't think that makes sense right wouldn't they have like a staking or like or some sort of uh like hey you get a third of the what you're gonna get right now and then like you can stake your ape or do something, you know, and earn the rest of it. Um, right. Makes way more sense than just giving it all out at once. There was also rumors that any ape holder, and I'm hoping for this as a former ape holder, um, will get like some slice, right? They're gonna give out. <laughs> if you've ever had an ape, you're gonna get some slice or a mutant or whatever, which I think would be cool. Like I'd be happy with any amount, right? And so you get a lot of goodwill from people that were in that ecosystem. It might feel a little FOMO about being left out. And it's like, I would never be like, oh, you didn't give me enough, right? I sold mine in like June. Um, I would be happy with anything. So, and then you have the dogs, okay? And then I, I feel like this this is ridiculous. I don't, like if these are, this is conservative scenarios, like.
0: Talking through it, it feels more aggressive. This is a joke. conservative. What I will say though, I, I saw some of the replies. I didn't go through the comments in the thread, but like the, the very first one from stocked here is that's some optimism on the, on the FDV at 5 billion. That part, I, I actually disagree with. It looks rare to hit a $7 billion FDV. Yeah. Just a few like weeks. A lot ago. of that was
1: staking rewards, right? So that's the other thing board apes, American company, um, unless they incorporate it overseas or whatever, but they're Americans. And um, looks rare as like anonymous offshore team right they can be a lot more aggressive with the sort of tokenomics and then a yeah. ton of those the ftv was was staking rewards so board apes going to have that with where you've staking like you know what i mean or like they also sold to vcs supposedly you know the team's going to keep some they're going to keep some for like growth um like the this world of like the apes just get like a a free headshot of the price of the ape out of the sky and then it's very liquid and everyone's buying is fantasy land to me like these things already ran up massive in anticipation of this
0: these are some high numbers for sure Three hundred thirty-three thousand per per ape on the high end so that's
1: ridiculous (laughs) like you're still going to have the ape you know what i mean like the the, the Uh, apes would be going for a million if you were going to get a 333 uh k uh airdrop out of them
0: of course but the reality is no one knows It's all just guesswork and projections, but it is fun to talk about. Let's go ahead and and move on to our rotating segments. I want to take a look at the flips finance board and take a look at the seven day view here. Um, So it's an interesting seven day board. So we've got some big winners up top in green. And then essentially the rest is all down six to 10% or so. So we see, the three top projects three landers tubby cats and invisible friends they combine here for about 30,000 eth across them i think that tells the story of the week right there it's three brand new projects came in
1: you could throw mf's in there too (laughs)
0: i'll I'll come back to mf's but these these three new projects did 30,000 eth so where did that money come from and that's why almost all the other blue chips were six to ten percent down on the week. Is is my read on that? And it was folks who are holding projects that have already you know two to four xed and decided to sell to chase the shiny new object. And that, that's that's my read on the theme for the week. Um, no discount to MFers in that. Yeah, uh, who also had just a tremendous week here, up forty two percent.
1: Um, and that's, they were ran up to six, I think, uh, uh, peaked around there.
0: They did. When they were running up to six, it looked like they couldn't be stopped. And we all thought they were going straight to 10, which is what, you know, a lot of folks have been touting as their target price. Tubby then, cats
1: is bad for MFers, sort of, because it's like, it's a, another crypto Twitter type of project where you could get 10 Tubby cats or one MFer uh, that, you know, to me, that's like uh, too big of a discrepancy. No disrespect to MFers, but like my trading style is I'll take the 10 Tubby Cats over the one MFer.
0: If it were flipped,
1: it would be the I'd take the 10 MFers.
0: Definitely. And that logic makes total sense to me. I also want to talk a little bit about Tubby Cats. So transparently, I I hold several of these, uh, not financial advice, all that. Um, So when this collection came out, I kind of saw right away how crypto twitter like you mentioned kind of took these to storm i didn't really get it at first i thought that that was kind of the whole thesis for me it was like oh crypto twitter could pump this but then the more time i spent with the collection i think the meme value for this set is absolutely off the charts i I think the meme power is better in tubby cats than mfers mfers is all essentially the same thing same meme Whereas all the different characters with different traits and poses, they're great for like reaction shots. The more you go through the set, like you can find a tubby cat to react to 50 different tweets in different ways. So that's a, that was a huge indicator for me, a reason why I like the set. And then the time this went into this. So they, the, the dev published a thread. Um, I think you, you commented on this, but there's extreme coordination. And yeah. the color scheme. I love that. And, and the traits in this set. I'd say more so than, than we typically see. Definitely more so than just your typical 10K yeah. cash crabs. A lot yeah. of
1: the times the traits are random. Here it's like the, the background. So many of these um, tubby cats, they'll only have like two colors in the, um, you know, you can see kind of here in the bottom, there's the purple one, there's the green ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so the colors go together, the traits go together. It's a well thought out set. Um, I got a couple of these myself. I actually, um the price action reminds me a lot of toads and um mffers out of the gate where there was like this initial hype and then like potentially like a longer cooling off period where people get bored at followed by like an extreme run which that that that's the part that has yet to be um determined but i might be um you know depending where this floor goes um, I'm I'm buying here before I'm selling, so I'm gonna watch this. I might look to grab a couple more because again, when, when all of crypto Twitter is behind these to some extent, it's not a guarantee. But like I'll I'll bet on that kind of crew over the alternative.
0: Yeah, I agree and fully with you. I think two risks just for for listeners and viewers. One, crypto Twitter sentiment can change on a dime. We've seen that. Hundred percent. So that's always a risk. And then the risk of a meme asset, right? So as I was thinking yesterday morning when the whole board was read, you know, which of my collections are going to perform, you know, the worst in a bear market, I don't think the meme projects are going to hold up that well c- compared to some of the other projects that have 30-person teams running their projects like companies. That's not, it, not meant to snub, you know, yeah. specifically, but that whole sector, right? I don't think MFers will perform well. Plus twenty k.
1: Prolonged- when things go bad in a twenty k set, you know they could go really bad because you're going to have double the sellers. And if there's not buyers, which we see in a bear market, typically the problem with a bear market is there's no buyers. You've got double the sellers and still no buyers, so that that could get ugly quick in in a bad scenario.
0: Yeah, well check these out. Do your own research. Uh, we we got quickly touched three landers. I don't know if you follow this product. It wasn't really on yeah. my radar because I was. So I, I want to hear from you. This four is 2.6. It's the yeah. winner. It's probably the winner of the week, Seventeen thousand eighth. Can you tell us a little bit about it, or like what you know about it? Because I honestly don't know much.
1: So I don't know. But the same uh, guy who won the Invisible Friends one, won a three landers for his fan art also. Um, so that's how I know it. I'm following him. Mr. Foud, great, great artist, by the way, out of Laos. And um, so I do it from there. I saw his fan art, which was cool. Like they look cool um they similar they built the community or whatever um but again this is the kind of thing for me where i don't i'm not just hopping on like a new project at two ETH, right or if i were you know it's uh yeah it's not uh i don't know enough about it yeah
0: very very fair Um, not for me it's it's definitely one that I, i need to spend more time with because i don't Anytime the floor shoots up to 2.6 here in, in the first week of trading, it, it grabs my attention. Yeah,
1: post-reveal, too. It, it dipped a bit, I think. It was one cool. something, and then, and then it shot up.
0: So we'll definitely look to report back on that one. Trying to see if there's any other notable ones. Webland had a big week up 64%, trailing NFT Worlds. NFT Worlds had you know the, the huge explosion. They're four up at 16. I think we're going to see that whole metaverse sector move up a bit as long as NFT worlds can hold that high uh, before we saw a bit of that uh, this past week as well. All right. So that's really the board. Let's take a look. Uh, just want to touch on one-on-ones here, a couple stories. So we're going to start with Grant, Yoon. he goes by Riven ribbon on Twitter, but I think this is one of the hallmark sales here of the week. Uh, this piece is called midnight in Japan. Uh, he has the tagline here. Many are still awake and are getting ready for bed. the, the story here is it 's his new all time high son of a beach twenty three picked us up for fourteen point five eth almost forty thousand dollars as Grant continues to kind of march upwards in the the floor prices that he is commanding for his pieces so shout out to Grant that is a very nice sale there and then maybe uh, a cooler story is Alpha Centauri Kid, friend of the show um, he tweeted. Yesterday evening, I know shit is fucked right now, but I'm an artist at the core. I'm going to make an edition of 10 on the internet somewhere, free to mint if you can figure out the URL. And then his hint was blank.ack.art. And then, of course, internet sleuths were able to find this one, and it got minted out pretty quick. I'm showing the piece here. It's called Utility. Uh, My read on this is the the character holding the, the big dagger or whatever that what you would call that weapon is the muse he seems to have cut someone's head off um and that's the utility of the muse for this piece and they've been selling kind of like hotcakes so we've already seen three sales above two eth the floor is sitting at five i think that might be partially tied to the the o- open C delisting issue uh issue but it's in addition to 10 no i don't think
1: so because the this is new right so if if you've listed in the last week oh, good point or whatever you're on the new contract
0: great point so uh, this price actually makes sense because of the addition size so ack has a few other additions out there um those have typically the higher editions, like 50 to 100 are kind of sitting somewhere between two and four ETH floor price so this is 20 10 to 20 percent the size of that so you know five is, is probably the, the right price out of the gate kind of based on his other addition sets i it's, think it's a cool piece
1: and there is actually a utility. It's funny, this is the name. There is some utility here, I believe, um, from following him on Twitter, being in the Discord. Uh, he has a like a PFP, or I'm not sure if it's a PFP drop, but he has a drop coming, um, like a larger size, not, not like a even an edition, coming in like April-ish, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's a date, but somewhere around there. And owning any of his pieces will get you access. I believe it's going to be one ETH. He's like, it's not cheap, but if you have any piece of his and an ETH, you can get this new drop. Um, which I I'm not sure if it's PFP uh, but it's it's some sort of uh um, it's a larger
0: set. Yeah, type, like
1: perfect. a larger generative set. So
0: great. I call have out. his
1: rare Pepe, his fake rare Pepe, um nice. that I'm, I'm holding basically for the uh, you know for like they're all, they're all be, obviously there's a price but like if i would i probably wouldn't sell it for like less than 4 ETH. they're going for like 2 so i'll just hold it into uh his drop is my plan
0: yeah uh, i have a few pieces as well holding um uh, definitely planning to hold ack long term i think he's going to be one of the top crypto artists from this time period all right let's uh let's quickly go through some one of ones um, take a look at the floors at wgmi Sorry, let's take a look. talk some floors here, PFPs and Art Blocks, taking a look at WGMI.io. So Bored Apes, they bounce back. They're sitting at 89 eighth floor, down about 5% on the week. Cyber Kongs in second there at 88, up 24% on the week. Ponks, rough week, still turning down after the Sotheby's News, sitting at 63. Let's keep going down here. Mutant Apes at 18.3, basically even on the week. CloneX at 14, basically even. Doodles at 12.5. That's down on the week. It's actually surprising to me because they got below 10. So a nice bounce back here today. Similar story for Suzuki. Suzuki's dropped to below 10 yesterday and now back up to 12.4. Still down about 10% on the week. And then we've got Cool Cats. Actually, I've been following super closely. I want to say the game still hasn't come out yet. I think four. it's, like,
1: indefinitely delayed. It's unfortunate, but every single stage – of this Cool Pets drop has had a pretty big delay from claiming, allow list, public sale, game mechanics, token, it's all not gone great. Mm -hmm. So I think these could continue to fall, you know, I, I would like, the game looks cool if they could pull it off, but it's, that's an if obviously.
0: Yeah, I tend to agree. I think I I will expect a little bit more slow bleeding there from Cool Cats, especially as new projects come out that are hyped. Um, I want to switch gears and talk art blocks. And this is interesting in our whole bear market prep theme. So Fidenzas are holding at 69.5, up 16% on the week. We've got Ringers at 41, basically even on the week. Oh, I I missed LVD Construction sitting at 60, up 33% on the month um a few others here that i'll cover archetypes at 14 they're up on 22 on the month on the week subscapes at 9.5 they're up a bit and then where are the squiggles at here squiggles at 7.5 down about 13 on the week so I, the reason i think these are interesting is i think we've been pretty blunt on the show that we're not real big fans of all the unlimited gener- generative art and the new products that are coming out but that being said I think some of the Grail art blocks projects will likely hold up the best of anything during a bear market, uh, a, a longer bear market scenario. You know, things like Fidenzas, ringers, squiggles, right. Are, are things that I would probably sleep the best at night with compared to some of the other, you know, PFPs that are kind of hot right now, but we don't know how they'll survive a bear. What, what's your take on, on what I just said? If yeah. Are, I,
1: Part of it depends on, like, the collector base. Like, yesterday, somebody tried to dunk. The highest ringer sale was 2,100 East. So -hmm. somebody was like, does this guy regret it? You know, the floor is 40 now or whatever. And then Vincent Vandell was like, the guy's a multi-billionaire. He spent $40 on a piece of art before. I can guarantee you he doesn't care, and he probably doesn't even know where the floor is on this thing. Like, there's different levels to this game, man, as Meek Mill would Mm -hmm. say. Uh, And so it depends on a set. Like, you get um i think the older something is on Artbox Two, too um there's more time for a set to sort of find its way into diamond hands right a newer mm-hmm. a newer project is going to be right there's more flippers there's more like there's more short-term sentiment so um i do think there's going to be some winners amongst this this art landscape long term i mean obviously like fidenza's at 70 i think you can call that a winner already ringers too but um even from some of the cheaper stuff, you know, there's diamonds in the rough out there that um, it's still very early to this game man. the whole NFT game, the amount of people in this space, like, <laughs> if you have a five, 10 year time horizon, like some of these wealthy people that are just, that are, um, you know, that the billion, if you're a multi-billionaire, you're not looking to sell your ringer. Cause you need liquidity to like pay off your uh, like DeFi thing that went wrong,
0: <laughs> you know? So. Yeah, Exactly. I think summarizing that and putting it back, do I think a ringer at 41 ETH is a good buy for the next 30 days? <clears throat> Probably not. Are you going to be able to flip it for more than that in 30 days? Um, is it a good buy for three to five year time horizon? Probably. Um, so I think that's generally my stance on the, on the higher end and, and established art blocks. All right. Enough with art blocks. We're going to end the show talking about a few upcoming drops. So I'm going to start with turf. Uh, turf is a metaverse project. Uh, also, transparently, that, that I own several of. Um, I like this team. I like what they're doing. So they did a they they launched uh, a series of virtual plots for the turf metaverse. Then they did a Dutch auction for power generator NFT plots. That the proceeds all went to an environmental charity. And then yesterday they announced a Ukrainian charity uh, NFT drop. It's called the Turf Object. And 100% of the proceeds uh, will go to support uh, the people of Ukraine that we found out. Um, so they announced this on a Twitter spaces yesterday. And then I believe they, I wasn't on this, but I believe they hinted to some real utility uh, and benefit to owning this in the Ultraverse. So I thought this was uh, definitely a cool idea. Uh, it's going to be a two, there's still two more days left in the sale and Sunday afternoon, it looks like uh we've got about 15 have sold so far out of the set of 200 so this will get really interesting i think as well near the the end of the auction if there's only going to be 20 or 30 of these out there the utility might be even more valuable
1: uh, yeah i'm in turf i might grab one of these i'm going to watch again till, till it's closer to the end but um it by all accounts it's a good team that uh we're happy to bet on
0: you know so. I mean, putting the charity so I, I bought two of these yesterday. Putting the charity component aside, you know, I, I think this is a good play just from a utility standpoint. So the floor for turf uh, is above 0.5, is it 0.6 or so this morning. Uh, this is a fairly limited set size. And I, I firmly believe that the founders will reward the folks who put their funds towards this. Uh, just my two cents. Let's take a look at the lucky trader project schedule for a few other upcoming drops. So there's an NFL all day drop today. I know you, I haven't really been following NFL all day, but you have, how, how have the drops been going for you? Do you think there's still plus Eve for folks to go after or what, what's your take in general? Uh, I think we may have lost your sound, bro.
1: Sorry. I muted. Cause I was going to sneeze, but then I couldn't sneeze. Um, I I think that um, the, uh I just click buttons. Like I don't deep, do the deep research. I have dapper balance. So it's like, whatever I'll buy it. But like uh, the NBA top shot, t- I didn't even bother with. Cause it's just like, you get, they you just get like, it's all junk a lot of the time, unless you hit a rare or whatever. Um, yeah. I, I I'm in there, you know, I, it was Plus me for me. Cause I got a legendary, which was like a 1% shot in one of the mm-hmm. NFL drops. Nice. So, um, I mean, I, just, I haven't sold it, but like that should be worth like at least a couple K on a $250 pack, which covers basically my entire um, expense on, on all of the NFL all day. Uh, th- there's not that much supply, though, for this is the first year of the NFL product. Like if this does become a big thing, um, you know, because they started it like week 13 with a beta, a small beta set of users. So it's mm-hmm. like a pretty it's not like they've had a full season. Of a full user base, cranking out content. So for this year, I think it's worth just clicking by and um, and like come back next year and see where it's at.
0: Yeah, I think that's uh, pretty good advice. And then the last drop up is parallel drop three. To is that tomorrow? Tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow afternoon at four o'clock. I, I think okay. Lucky Trader toggles for your time zone, so I, I believe that's four p.m. So to yeah, don't, don't quote me on that. I'll
1: look it up. Yeah. I mean, historically, these have been like the freest of money. It's obviously coming down um, the more people become aware of it. And then also parallel kind of the hype peaked last fall, whereas it's, you know, they still don't have a game out. So it's, people are kind of like, you know, it's been a year of hype, but I will be very surprised if these are, they're definitely plus EV. You might get a losing pack, I guess, if you got, uh, how many cards do you get? 10 cards in each pack
0: mm-hmm. for
1: 0.075. Yeah, you you can't lose money, I don't think.
0: Yeah. So, so definitely check that one it, out.
1: Buy these if you're watching this.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be uh pretty highly anticipated. I think the last one sold out incredibly incredibly quickly, but yeah, if you can get through, likely some money to be made. And, and you so- have
1: insane lottery upside. One of my friends <laughs> got 120 ETH wow. uh masterpiece and they only it was back when you had tiers of packs and they got it in the mid tier it wasn't even like the rarest pack um now again it's crashed but it's still at least 50 ETH for a masterpiece I haven't looked at the recent sales last I saw it was even over 100 ETH floor but like obviously that's that's not likely but I do like that small like lottery chance especially when all the packs historically are very good too uh like the floor on parallel might be 0.01 right and and you're getting 10 for 0.075 so right like worst you're, case
0: you're, you're covered downside
1: is is like a small profit i would say maybe break even um if if things crash you know it's it's easily worth it
0: Yep. so check those out i think those are the the primary upcoming drops just for the next few days on my radar of course the invisible friends reveal whenever that is is going to be a huge event i think it might um, be monday or something early next week i'm not positive so we'll cover that. And then Azuki's is doing a fractional that I think could uh, be pretty heavily anticipated as well. So we'll talk about that more next week. Brett, I think that's it for today. Anything else on your list? Uh, that's it. All right. Well, thank you as always for joining us. Thanks to our listeners and viewers for tuning in today. We will be back next Friday, just once a week here this month. Uh, both Brett and myself to recap the weekend NFTs. Till then, stay safe out there. Cheers. Goodbye.